Hello and welcome back to another urology podcast for the School of Surgery. I'm Susan Clayton, a surgical trainee, and today I'm with Mr Simon Williams, consultant oncological urologist from the Royal Derby Hospital. Hello Susie. Today we'll be talking about transitional cell carcinoma. This podcast follows on from an earlier podcast on laparoscopic nephroeutrectomy. Transitional cell carcinoma, or TCC, is a malignant tumour arising from the urothelium, the transitional epithelial cells lining the urinary tract. So it can therefore occur anywhere from the renal pelvis, the ureter, bladder, urethra and the urethral orifice. Mr Williams, can you tell us about the demographics of this cancer? Yes. um, Transitional cell carcinoma is very rare under the age of 40 and most commonly seen in people 60 to 70 years old. It's much more common in men than women with an incidence of around 20 to 25 per 100,000 in men and around Mm. 10 per 100,000 in women. The incidence declining over time worldwide because of uh, reduction in the incidence of smoking and better working conditions. In the States it's seen more commonly in African Americans and is the most common cancer of the bladder, ureter and urethra and it's the second most common cancer seen in kidneys. It makes up 5-10% to 10% of all primary renal malignant tumours. Do you know what etiological factors are important? Yes, the exact etiology is not known. Uh, it's thought to be related to exposure of the urethelium to carcinogens excreted in the urine. Thus, the cancers can be multifocal and bilateral in between 2 and 10% of cases. Smoking is the commonest etiological factor and accounts for around 50% of the transitional cell cancers we see in this country. Other common etiological factors are chemical, with petrochemicals, the aniline dye industry, plastics, rubber, coal, tar and asphalt. Irritation uh, and inflammation can increase the risk of transitional cell cancers in the bladder with conditions such as long-term catheters, bladder stones and chronic infections, particularly with some of the rarer infections uh, including tuberculosis and schistosomiasis. There's thought to be a reduced incidence in people who have a large fluid intake leading to the theory of dwell time. If you're voiding frequently, carcinogens have less time in contact with the urethelium. There is an increased risk in HGV drivers and people who void less often. So in general practice, in the clinic or even in the emergency department, how may a patient present? The commonest presentation is with asymptomatic visible haematuria. This can result to clot retention, other ways it can present is pain, uh, particularly if the cancer is involving local nerves, but it can also cause flank pain or renal failure if it's causing ureteric obstruction. Right, so having taken a full history, I'd examine the patient, I'd note any tenderness superpubic clear in the renal angle, which might point towards infection. I'd also be feeling for any masses. After a full examination, I'd then take some basic blood tests, I'd check the blood count, a full blood count, clotting, possibly do a group and save if there was any significant bleeding, I'd check the kidney and the liver function, and I'd dip the urine, send it off for a culture to rule out infection. Are there any specific investigations you'd order? Yes, I'd want some imaging of the upper tracts, uh, an ultrasound scan 
um, probably a CT scan to uh, exclude upper tract malignancy uh, and to see if there is any metastatic spread. The commonest place would be to lymph nodes or to the bone, especially in the spine. Uh, and looking into the bladder with a cystoscopy with a biopsy or resection of any tumours seen in the bladder. Patients would then be discussed in our multiple disciplinary team meeting prior to definitive treatment. What treatment options are available for these patients? With transitional cell carcinoma of the upper tract, so the renal pelvis or ureter, the gold standard treatment is a nephroureterectomy, uh, normally done laparoscopically. Occasionally we do try and treat upper tract transitional cell carcinomas endoscopically with laser ablation, but we'd only use this for low-grade small tumours. Brilliant. To cover this in more detail, see our previous video podcast on the nephroureterectomy. What treatments are most suitable for TCC localised in the bladder? The first treatment would be a cystoscopy under anaesthetic and we would do a transurethral resection of the bladder. Uh, with superficial disease we'd hope this would cure them and with invasive disease this would be to sample the muscle to help staging. With superficial disease, we would often give a single shot of mitomycin C into the bladder at the end of the procedure to reduce the chance of recurrence. And if the muscle of the bladder is involved, we would be discussing cystectomy, removal of the bladder and prostate in a man and uterus and ovaries in a woman or external beam radiotherapy. So if you remove the bladder, what then happens to the urine? A section of small bowel is taken and either brought out as a stoma onto the skin and urine comes out into a bag or with younger fitter patients you can re-anastomose a neobladder down onto the urethra and people can void spontaneously though there are a high level of complications following this procedure. What's the prognosis like for these patients? With superficial disease involving the bladder uh, they commonly recur and require further surgery but the overall survival is very good with 80 to 90 percent of patients surviving to five years. Uh, the other end of the spectrum with metastatic disease it drops down to five percent. The most important prognostic factor is the tumour stage based on the TNM staging but also the grade. Okay thank you for that Mr Williams. So let's highlight the key learning points. Transitional cell carcinoma is a cancer of the urothelium and so therefore can be found anywhere along the urinary tract. It's the commonest bladder and urethral cancer. Smoking is by far the most important etiological factor. Asymptomatic visible hematuria always needs to be investigated to exclude cancer. Treatment depends on the location but surgical resection plus minus adjuvant medical treatment is the only cure and a five-year survival of 80 to 90% without METs, but down to 5% with METs. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you found this useful. Keep looking out for more urology podcasts on the School of Surgery.